Hello, creeps. Welcome to the Horror Vanguard. I'll be your ghost. I mean host for today's exciting tale of terror. The music video for Ozzy Osbourne's Straight to Hell or Mogoth Uprising. <laughs> Do you want to lead us in? <laughs> yes, yes, I will. I will drag us, drag us into the bold new year. All right now. All right now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2020, everyone. Somehow things just manage to get worse, don't they? How you doing, John? <laughs> oh, I'm. I'm so the ride nev never ends. There is no floor. Things, uh, things can always get worse. The ride in our limousine through the Mansonite Malgoth riots of 2020 have just started. Uh, it's very cool. 2020 is starting off with a bang. Um, oh, it's the coolest year so far. Maybe World War Three. That seems like it is going to end well for everybody. Yeah, you know, historically, uh, uh, you know, thermonuclear apocalypse is uh, it's the game to play. That's a different movie, though. That's not what we're here to talk about today. No, the uh, I mean, the only things that would survive would be cockroaches and goths. Like, that would be the only thing that would survive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Goths would absolutely survive thermonuclear war. <laughs> but but that is that is not, not what we're here to talk about today. Uh, what are we here to talk about, Ash? Uh, well, today we are talking about a three-minute and 40-second musical that uh, came out, in fact, a few hours ago. <laughs> And it's the music video for Ozzy Osbourne's Straight to Hell. Oh, boy. <laughs> this seems like it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be fantastic. I mean, you know, music music videos are are in effect short little musicals, which puts them in the purview of horror films. So here we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's amazing. Ozzy's still still going, still making music. Right, um, delivering the most Cameron Mitchell-esque performance possible, <laughs> where he's seated wearing a bathrobe for the entirety of the music video. It is perfect. Uh, he just looks like a nice old man who went out to like feed some pigeons. And right, he's just, <laughs> just sitting on a bench, and then a bunch of like mall goths start rioting around him. It's perfect. That is that is basically what this video is is about. We will make sure that there is a link to the video on YouTube in the show notes, please. Um, if you have not already seen it, just just pause just pause the the podcast here uh, for three minutes. Go and watch it, and then come back to us. Okay? Yeah, it's it's totally it's totally worth it because this video is just like it's never throughout the entire runtime of the music video. It's never really what I expected. <laughs> okay, so now that you've seen the the video. Now that you've seen the video, because you paused the podcast and you went away and watched it, um, Ash, can you can you give one of your patented plot recaps for this movie musical starring Ozzy Osbourne? I do believe I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, when I heard this was coming out, you know I started to bark at the moon. For a moment, I thought I had too much sweet leaf and I was rolling away on that crazy train. But then I realized I was being paranoid and what I saw was more real than heaven and hell. No, we're not talking about Iron Man. Today we're discussing the new Ozzy Osbourne music video for his song Straight to Hell. The mini cinematic musical is about the children of the grave rising up to strike back against the war pigs that oppress them. 
Let's take a shot in the dark. Let's dig under the graveyard. Let's go beyond the wall of sleep and discuss this song, this video, and some spooky theory. That was incredible. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to ask you how long that took with uh, uh, the the Black Sabbath discography open in front of you. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, not very long. Those were all of my those were all of my favorite Black Sabbath Black, 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 Black Sabbath slash Aussie songs. Okay, so uh, this this video. Oh man, where do we uh, where do we where do we where do we start with this with this video? Because like, obviously, we this is not a music podcast. We're not we are not um, music critics. Um, I'm sure we'd be very good at it, but that's not what we do. Um, what we do is we do uh, moving uh, narrative. We do narrative images, right? And so. Uh, what is the what is what is this video? This video is is not what I was expecting, and it. The longer I think about it, the more this is just going to kind of fester in my brain uh, and slowly drive me even more insane. Um, what? Uh, how, where do we start? Where do we start with this? Uh, so, so I I, I want to start right off at the top with just just a quick conversation on uh, like the idea of riot porn. And, and kind of like how riots and rioting sometimes tend to function in media, right? Uh, this video is a great example of it. Um, in this video, there's a bunch of like, you know, we've been joking that they're Malgas, but they're like, uh, they're very clearly meant to be a reference towards Antifa, but just with a dialed up goth uh, aesthetic, right? They're black block yeah. activists. They they are goth, goth Antifa. <laughs> yeah, but, but this is more like if black block were mall goth block. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, which sounds amazing. <laughs> Right, which I mean, like that's one of my favorite things about this video is I'm like, yes, 100%. Goths rise up now. Goths join Black Block. <laughs> like, so, so this video is taking a lot of the iconography of Black Block, right? You see, Black Block are, are you know, not always, but often the people you see clashing with um, riot police. They're the people you yep. see uh, protecting in the protests from uh, aggressive fascists and Nazis and stuff. Yeah, you know, they're there to defend the protest. Mm-hmm. Um, and this video borrows all of their aesthetics. And tries to divorce it from politics, and that's kind of what riot porn is. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Riot, riot porn takes all of the visuals of a riot and then washes that clean, so you have just this like celluloid, empty connective tissue. Um, washes it clean of all the politics, <clears throat> which is which is kind of terrible. <laughs> yeah, for, form emptied of content, which is yes. the model of politics under neoliberal capitalism. You have mm-hmm. something which looks the way that you expect it to do, but it it has like literally no actual semantic or, or kind of actual content anymore. It's a kind of hollow husk because has Ozzy Osbourne been reading the invisible committee? Uh, no, has he been reading, <laughs> has he been re- reading uh, riot strike riot? Uh, uh, no. Um, has he seen images of scary Antifa on Fox news? There's a strong possibility. That's how this all started. Right. <laughs> And yeah, I think that's the kind of the insidious part about riot porn and and the kind of like visuals of this music video in particular, right? Is like, you know, the the song, the song, the lyrics of the song are very juvenile. It's kind of about juvenile revolt, you know. And um, if you pause the music video at minute mark one fifty three, uh, right, right before the old man strips naked uh, in front of the riot scene, because that, that's what happens, I guess. Yep. <laughs> um, you, you'll, you'll see a good cross section of a lot of the picket signs that are kind of always waving in the background, but they're never uh, very focalized. They're not uh, really intended to be read. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but they read, "I'm grounded for life. We're going straight to hell." Now you've pissed me off, Grandma. 
uh, The Devil is My Best Friend, and To Hell in a Handbasket. So they're protesting something? Question mark? Yeah, it isn't a protest. It's just the yeah. shape of a protest. Yes, I don't yeah, think it's, they it's really just want the it. iconography of protest and of riot and of revolt. Yeah, uh, and it's like yes, they 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 look a little bit like they've been modeled on uh, Antifa, but they've also got that kind of more gothic aesthetic. They've there's kind of like bits where they've got like slightly uh, weird looking swords. Which is cool, yeah, and, uh, and like chain chainsaws and spike. It's, they have a lot. It's like Antifa, Morgoth, like, and Mad Max. Yeah, which was kind of Mad Maxy, very mm. uh, what Evan Calder Williams would call salvage punk. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't have any. It it isn't clear what we're against. It isn't clear what we're for. But um, then the cops show up, and the cops are clad all in black and. Uh, clearly the camera thinks that the cops are much cooler than the protesters um, because there's a lot of kind of like uh, good shots where you get to see them like kicking somebody prone on the floor and like with batons raised and things like that. So it's clearly like it's picked a side here, I think. Right. And I I think that this speaks more broadly to kind of like the overarching uh, symbolic failure that is this video, right? Because like, the signs are childish in the background the lyrics are kind of childish it's clearly meant to signal that like people who riot and protest are being childish and then the entire time ozzy osbourne who's a millionaire who's lived most of his life in luxurious success uh, despite his own personal troubles right has never really been want for financial problems um and and there they are kind of like sitting wearing a robe wearing like a cloak and then like in the back of like a limousine for a while, like like existing in like this little this little bubble, right? The the action of the riot and the protest never really threatens or is a problem for Ozzy. And I think that that is actually the most clever part of the music video, but it's completely unintentional, right? Because yeah. people of Ozzy's economic class are completely unaffected by these kinds of activities. Yeah. And also, I think like uh, there's a pretty clear like anti-drug message in some of the first verse in particular oh yeah the, uh, f- the first verse has like a weird thing going on yeah it's, it's a really weird anti-drug psa that's the first verse of this song well what's interesting about this is like if you look at the history of like radical movements and protest movements especially in the uk and in america like the one of the most common criticisms against like the 1968 movement movement against the hippies against the anti-war movement was like all they do is do like lay around all day and do drugs mm-hmm. they don't actually yeah. have any concrete ideas of how to make the world better um and it was the failures of the hippie movement that led to the rise of punk in like the 70s and post-punk in the 80s but like what's interesting is it's like that's the critique i think that this aussie music video it seems to be making it's like these darn kids with their with their mall goth outfits and their fondness for drug taking what have they got to be so annoyed about i think in this specific instance they're so annoyed that they're showing up in this particular music video (laughs) (laughs) um i i i watched this video and then I, i the first thing i thought after finishing it was like Oh, so this is like the metalhead version of that Kylie Jenner Pepsi advert, <laughs> where like, where we have like it's the shape of a protest, and and mm-hmm. what brings it together is Kylie Jenner ha- handing a Pepsi with the logo facing outwards towards the right. camera towards a cop, 
And in this one, what brings everyone together is like Ozzy Osbourne telling these darn kids to like stay in school and not do drugs. Right. <laughs> yeah, it definitely it definitely carries the exact same energy as that Pepsi commercial, right? It's it's just the total appropriation of revolutionary aesthetic washed of any kind of political consequence. And I, th- I think that's like that's part of this video too, right? Is that like Ozzy and the other kind of like people he's surrounded with don't actually have a good appraisal of what riots are. Like we're we're in the start of 2020, and like global. This is this is the episode where I don't cut out all of like the sound effects I make when like I I like misspeak and have to reset my brain. Or my phone um, leave just all making in for noises the kids. Uh, in the background. <laughs> apologies. But um, you see, we're we're in 2020 right now. Like like global revolutionary movements and rioting and protesting are on the rise in in response to the the horrifying environmental conditions we're facing, the horrifying economic conditions we're facing, growing military conflicts. Yeah. Um. This video portrays these kinds of activities as being totally directionless. Yeah. There's there's a scene in here where uh, a guy starts throwing tear gas and one of the rioters starts throwing tear gas and Molotov cocktails around and he's kind of just like willy nilly tossing them about, you know, and I I think like like there's there's a few things going on there that are really important to kind of uh, pick apart. And that's that one, like the the activity in these are never directionless. Right. It's not just chaos. Right. That's the media depiction, you know. These are these are uh, movements built up and targeting and, and moving against oppressive economic structures. Yeah. And the idea that people in the riot are the ones responsible for releasing tear gas is legitimately offensive. Tear gas is fired into protesters, not out from protesters. Yeah, because as I say, this is not this is not a, a piece of work done by someone with a kind of clear grasp on uh radical political movements or any kind of like coherent political point of view this is someone who has seen on tv what riots look like and thinks that what's needed is for these kids to, to listen to their cool uncle ozzy to who's going to cool tell them he's going to tell them what's really going on here yeah absolutely and yeah i i'd still like i can't get over the now you've now you've pissed me off grandma sign Oh, that's that's in the background because I mean, like best case scenario, this music video is is a metaphorical representation of the trials and tribulations of of being an adolescent, yeah, and straining maybe. against the parental authority you are soon to escape the grasp of. That is incredibly charitable on my part because it also links protest and struggle and organization with being childish, which which is just mm. ludicrous, ludicrously bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I think it's it's slightly fascinating to me that like Ozzy Osbourne as a figure has always seemed kind of depends upon that uh, adolescence, depends upon that juvenile juvenile kind of way of looking at the world, right? Uh, that's that's what makes him appealing is the sort of like transgressive, like you can't tell me what to do aspect to it. Yeah, I definitely think that that undercurrent has has been there um, <laughs> throughout throughout Ozzy's career. Although there's like this like this is baffling to me because a lot of Ozzy's music is really good. He's not he's not a bad musician. This is just like no. so phoned in. Not at all. Like I, I meant it when I said that this is this is Ozzy's Cameron Mitchell period. This is just a phone in. And we were talking about this uh, before we started recording, and it's like the music itself is really good. Yeah, 
which I guess is what happens when you get uh, Slash to be the guitarist uh, on on your three minute long stay in school kids uh, uh, new music video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um. So as we as we wind up here, there is one thing I want to talk about, like the very final moment of the music video, right? Okay. So the, the in the final sequence, kind of like the the rioters and the protesters get the better of the riot cops and like the the they kind of like start fighting with them and things like that. But the very final visual we're treated to is a nuclear bomb going off in the background. Yeah, 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 that's right. And that is just like mind-bogglingly like fatalistic and apocalyptic yeah i'm not sure what the link is here what right it's, it's different it's difficult to link that into the text of the lyrics and and the visuals of the rest like it, it kind of it works thematically if we're treating this as less of like uh, a, a protest and more of like a literal apocalyptic struggle you know, a, a if this is to a be generational, a generational struggle as well because it seems like if if your read on it is correct which i think is pretty good read then like we've replaced class war with generational war and so you need the kind of elder statesman the man sitting on his bench wearing his cloak to come along and you know tell the kids to like stay in line because otherwise the world might end so actually to to backtrack a second i think there's a really interesting point in the video that i will put up in its defense i suppose and that's um there's there's a sequence uh, around i think it's the minute and 50 mark where um the camera, the camera locks down on this uh, old man who walks into the center of the frame as he strips naked and then rushes the cops. Yeah, and I think I think if if we if we want to take away something beautiful and positive about this message, it's not only uh, uh, that that we should all be experiencing the kind of freedom that that man experiences, but also yeah. that like there is there's somebody like who's definitely a boomer, right? Uh, uh, kind of like like stripping away the trappings that they've been given freeing themselves of of the weight of perhaps neoliberal ideology and then embracing and joining a struggle for a better world so i will give that as a read that i will be the only person who will ever have <laughs> you know what you know what? i i am here for it i am here for the elderly naked comrade uh charging into the police with the uh with the morgoths black block brigade bringing about the dawn of a better tomorrow <laughs> We just if we, we we can have a better world tomorrow if we just manage to band together the um, uh, elder nudist community along with the Mogoth revival crowd we will have unlimited power. <laughs> uh, wow, there you have it. That I think is uh, that's maybe the best. That's maybe the best reading of an Ozzy Osbourne video. I. I could have hoped that we would come up with. <laughs> yes, yeah. This was this was this was a fun this was a fun momentary break from what we usually talk to into like music videos or something. I guess. <laughs> um, well, th no. This is this has been a fun thing. I think it's it's uh, it's cool that we've maybe decided to start doing a few more of these. Like, if there's something cool and fun and topical that comes up, and we can put together a little a minisode on it to, to kind of. Just uh, see what we think and give a kind of first honest reaction. Um, hopefully we'll get to do a few more of these throughout the next year. Um, but otherwise, as always, thank you very much for listening. Um, anything you want to add in, Ash? I, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. So thank you, everybody. Uh, please do uh, check out the rest of the episodes uh, that we've got 
We've got some really good stuff coming up as well in the next few months. You can find the show uh, on Twitter at Horror Vanguard. We also have a Patreon, which gets you exclusive early access to all the episodes, the book club series and the Discord server. And that's patreon.com slash Horror Vanguard. You'll find Ash and me on the bird site as well. But until next time, stay spooky, everybody. Ha 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 